Welcome to Save Six Figures with Gina Knox, the podcast where I coach you on how to save $100,000 by optimizing your cash flow. Hello, savers. Welcome back to the podcast. It is December 20th. 2022 is coming to an end, and my in laws are in town. My sister-in-law is living with us temporarily. She's moving out next week. She just got an apartment. My daughter is home from daycare for the winter break. And we are a Greek-Mexican household, so um, we're quite loud. (laughs) And if you hear anything in the background, if you hear my baby, if you hear a rogue vacuum or someone yelling, Opa, it's my family. So (laughs) I just wanted to put that little disclaimer up front today. Um, I am not in a quiet zone. That being said, I really wanted to get this podcast out and I really wanted to record it in the moment because I think that there's something quite nice about recording things as they're coming up. So, so that's what I'm going to be doing today. And you guys, I know you won't mind if there's screaming babies in the background. All right. Like I said, it's December 20th. We're coming up against the end of the year. And although I don't have the finalized numbers, I wanted to share with you where we're at in terms of some numbers, six figures saver by the numbers for this year. And um, and then I wanted to share some, some lessons learned, some general ideas, some themes from the year. We also just finished up the Money Making Mindset Challenge last Friday, and I have some reflections from that challenge as well. The challenge was so good. It was so good just to do a challenge focused on money mindset, and Six Figure Saver clients are starting to see immediate results, which is always so, so exciting. So we'll get into that as well today. All right, let's dive in. Six Figure Saver by the numbers. In 2022, six-figure saver clients have moved $2,381,037.83 into savings. And that's not even our final number. I could imagine that we hit 2.4, even 2.5 million by the end of the year once everyone finishes up their submissions. But $2.38 million moved into savings this year, which is just so incredibly exciting. The average savings per person is sitting around $59,000. Somebody recently submitted a a savings win. So my number's a little bit off, but when I last did the calculation, the average was $59,509.69 per person who submitted. So we had about 40 individuals submit their savings wins this year. So 59,000 was the average per person, which is absolutely amazing. And then to top it all off, we have eight new 100K club members this year eight people who have saved $100,000, which is so, so exciting. They are service providers and coaches and product-based businesses, just like a whole array of people. And it's so exciting to see them hit such a big, momentous goal. 
So that's Six Figure Saver by the numbers. Let's talk about lessons learned from this year because there there are so many lessons. All right, lesson number one, and this is really more of a, I don't know, like an observation or maybe a belief, which is saving $100,000 is actually easier on an inconsistent income. I think that there's this narrative in the financial space with financial coaches, not even just coaches, there's just this narrative in the in society that a nine to five is safe, having a salary is safe, it's more lucrative, and entrepreneurship is a big risk. And although I understand that perspective, I think that it can also bleed into our belief about our ability to save a lot of money. And in my experience, because I have worked with entrepreneurs and individuals on a fixed income, in my experience, it is so much easier to save $100,000 as an entrepreneur with inconsistent income. And I'm sure you guys, if you've been following me for a while, you've heard me say, you know, inconsistent income is normal, it's to be expected, and it gets worse as you scale. Like my seven-figure clients have the most inconsistent income. They'll have like thirty. dollars cash months and then zero cash months like or they'll have zero cash months for like three months in a row and then a half a million dollar month. It's just it gets really, really choppy as you scale. And that's normal, right? That's absolutely normal. That's how business works. I've never seen a business that has consistent income. And that's a good thing. Like that's not a deficiency. That doesn't mean you're not going to hit your goals. In fact, In my experience coaching people, the people who have inconsistent income save 100K faster. And that bleeds into lesson number two, which is that lump sum savings is the way to save 100K, not a monthly savings habit. So I think that we have all seen the advice of like, have a savings account with an automate like an automation that automatically transfers money into your savings every month so you don't have to think about it and like hide money from yourself and all of this advice and it's not to say that the advice is wrong it's just not the most powerful thing for entrepreneurs i think that that advice is specifically designed for someone with a fixed income meaning someone who's earning the same amount of money every month. If you're earning $5,000 every month, you get a paycheck, $5,000, $5,000, and then you have rent, and then you have your car payment, and then you have groceries and and all your expenses, you know, the, the best way for you at that point to save money is to cut expenses and carve out a portion of that $5,000 and put it into savings. And I think that's where that advice of like automate your savings and hide money from yourself comes from. It comes from a world of fixed income. And that's not how entrepreneurship works. We have inconsistent income. We have high cash months and low cash months or no cash months. And so my entrepreneurs who are in the 100K club all utilized lump sum savings over monthly savings. Because here's the other thing. As an entrepreneur, you're going to have to spend your savings. Like, 
It's inevitable that you will spend your savings. And if you have hangups about spending your savings, and if you are resistant to that idea, if you're resistant to spending your savings, you're probably going to stall your growth. So at a certain point, you're going to have to spend your savings. All my seven-figure entrepreneurs who have this really inconsistent income, what they do is during high cash months, they put big lump sums of cash away. And then during low cash months or no cash months, they spend their savings to keep the business running. That is normal. So all my 100K club members have had, have utilized big lump sum savings. And that's exactly what I teach inside Six Figure Saver. Now I do teach a monthly savings method for one very specific reason. And it doesn't even apply to everyone, but I teach people to pick a small dollar amount that they're gonna save every month. And the only purpose of your monthly savings habit is just to build the muscle of becoming someone who saves. That's the only purpose. It's just become someone who saves. <laughs> and like, and then the rest of it should be lump sums. And the way I teach lump sums is with cash flow management. We have a cash flow waterfall that basically shows you how your business cash flow is operating. It helps you calculate your break-even number. And when you go above your break-even number, you just save the difference. You save your lump sums. If you want to learn more about that, I think I talk about it more in detail in the How to Pay Yourself episode. Um, so take a look at that. And I go really into detail on the cash flow waterfall in that episode. But yeah, save and create lump sums. Now, this bleeds into theme or lesson or whatever, number three, which is after you have gone through the process of setting up your cash flow system, setting up your waterfall, after you have gone through the process of no longer avoiding your finances, that's a big one, after you have like set up a solid cash flow system, the best way to save more money and to create lump sums is to sell more. We don't really believe in cutting expenses in Six Figure Saver. That's not to say that there, there's not fat to cut. Like you may have some expenses that you want to cut out, but you do not have to cut expenses. You don't have to fire your team or stop working with your coach or like get the cheapest tech solutions in order to save 100K. The best way to save 100K is to set up your cash flow waterfall and then pour more water into your waterfall by selling more. And this kind of bleeds into what we were just doing with the Money Making Mindset Challenge. The only thing we did in the Money Making Mindset Challenge is coach your mindset, help you identify your money blocking thoughts, remove those money blocking thoughts so that you can make more money and save more money. In fact, there was a client who um, she has like a social media management business and then so there's like an agency part and then she also does workshops for corporations and she came to us with a money blocking thought that it's already December. She wanted to book more workshops, but it's already December. So the corporate clients are all going out on vacation and she is going to have to wait until the next year. So she was brainstorming ideas for how to sell a course instead. 
And I coached her and I said, wait a minute, why can't you sell the workshops if that's what you want to do? And she goes, oh, because, you know, people are out on vacation. And I'm like, well, you can you don't have to schedule them. You could sell them and then schedule them in January. But what is to say that people don't want your workshops right now. Like, do you actually know that? And she goes, no, that's just what I think. And I'm like, okay, have you asked anyone? And she goes, no. And I'm like, okay, well, what if instead your thought could be that there are people who want to spend their budget before the end of the year? What would you do then? And she said, well, then I would probably reach out to some people I know and ask them. And I said, okay, that seems like a good start. (laughs) So she went, she got coached one time. Literally, she got coached one time. She took the coaching. She went off and she secured a $12,000 package in like a week because she identified a money-blocking thought, she eliminated it, and then she replaced it with a money-making thought. I didn't give her any like marketing strategies or anything like that. But when you sell more, you can save more. And it kind of goes to, I call it lump sum creation, Not only can you save lump sums, you can also make lump sums happen. And the way you make lump sums happen is by building your belief and eliminating money-blocking thoughts. So that's lesson, theme, whatever, number three. Okay, so number four, your motivation and your momentum is going to go up and down during the year. I think this is so normal, but I just, and I think it's a little bit obvious too, but I really want to call it out because I think it's so important. Your momentum to save, to sell, to manage your money, whatever, is going to go up and down during the year. I have clients who come into Six Figure Saver super hot and heavy. They're in the curriculum. They come to every office hours, and then they drop off the face of the earth for like three months, and then they're back. And that's normal, right? That is so normal. And that doesn't mean they're not going to get their result. I want to make that abundantly clear. You do not have to be consistent in showing up with the same energy, the same level of attention. You don't have to be perfectly consistent throughout the year in order to get your result. Now, there's a difference though between being a bit inconsistent and abandoning something, right? Like uh, you probably won't reach your goal if you completely abandon it forever, but your motivation going up and down during the month, during the month, during the year is really, really normal. I was coaching a client who has experienced a lot of avoidance cycles, not only with their money, but also with their business and their motivation to sell. And they were getting frustrated at themselves for this cycle of lots of motivation, lots of sales, and then dropping off and then low motivation and just the cycle that has kind of gone on. And I noticed that this person's frustration and shame for going through these cycles was more impactful than the cycle itself. So if we think about it in terms of the model, this person had really strong thoughts and feelings about the fact that they laid low for a little while And the fact that they were thinking such strong thoughts about the fact that they laid low 
pushed their avoidance cycle even further. So it's like, and the, the coaching I gave was, what if instead of beating yourself up every time you go into an avoidance cycle and prolonging the avoidance cycle by beating yourself up, what if instead you just said to yourself, yeah, this is just normal. I, I just go through avoidance sometimes and then I come back. Or what if your thought is, I always come back because this person has shown that they always come back after an avoidance cycle. And I'm like, what if that's just like the seasons, right? Sometimes it's spring and then it's summer and then it's winter, fall, and then it's winter, and then it's spring again. Like, nobody is shaming the seasons for existing. Why are you shaming yourself for going through your own personal seasons of ups and downs in terms of your motivation? And and that was it. That was the whole coaching, is instead of shaming yourself for the way you are, what if you just accepted yourself for how you are so that you can move through your cycles faster. And that was it. And this person has been killing it. They dropped 10K into savings in one month and sold out what they were trying to sell out. Like this person's been absolutely killing it. And if they go back into like a little hibernation mode, that's okay too. That's more than okay. They're not gonna not hit the goal because of it. So if you feel like, oh, my motivation is always so up and down, or sometimes I ghost or go MIA and I'm never going to be able to succeed because of it, my push for you instead is to say, what if this is just normal for me and instead of shaming myself, I just accept myself for who I am and I know I can still hit my result anyways. So that's number four. Motivation will go up and down. Just like revenue will go up and down and cash flow will go up and down, so will your motivation. So will your savings, by the way. Oh my gosh. Like, you can save a ton of money and then spend it. <laughs> like, that is really normal. I have a client who has gone through quite a few ups and downs in terms of her bank account, but also in terms of her belief. She had a lot of thoughts about her ability to save 100K this year. And the majority of our coaching was around her belief in her ability to save 100K. And this is the interesting thing. She had to build her belief that she could save 100K before she got her result. Oftentimes we think it's the other way around. We think we get the result we're looking for and then we can believe in it. But actually you need to build your belief before you get your result. So that's primarily what we coached on this year is her belief in her ability to save 100K. And she did have quite a few really expensive months in terms of expenses, high tax payments going out, $15,000 pay in fulls going out, and... All throughout that time, we were coaching on her belief around her ability to save 100K. And sometime around, I'd like to say, August or September, she started really sitting and solidifying her belief that it was possible. And not only was it possible, it was kind of inevitable. It was was getting to the point where she was saying stuff like, I know it's going to happen. It's just a matter of time. Whereas at the beginning of the year, she's like, I don't think I can save 100K. She was like, Gina, can I borrow your belief? Because it seems like you believe I can save 100K, but I don't. And then by the time we got to about August or September, she had her own belief. And lo and behold, 
November rolled around and she had saved 100K. But not only had she saved 100K, she spent 100K. Oh my gosh, my baby's crying in the background. I think I might go check on her and then I'll come back. Uh, BRB. Okay, baby crisis averted. We had some snuggles. It was all good. As I was saying, she had saved 100K and spent it in November. In November, she had a 100K expense month where she had a lot of things going out. And so she saved up the money that she needed to spend it and then she spent it. And there was no drama. There was no mindset about it. It was just like, yep, okay, I have these expenses. They're gonna, I'm gonna save up for them. They're gonna go out and then we're gonna move on. Instead instead of it being this, this big spiral, right? Because that can be a challenging circumstance when you have such a big outlay of cash at once. And she handled it with such grace. And to me, that is the sign of a scaling entrepreneur. A scaling entrepreneur not only knows how to scale their income, which is critically important, but they also know how to scale their savings quickly. They know how to manage scaling expenses. They know how to manage increased in fixed expenses like team costs getting higher as their income also becomes more up and down. Because you have to think about it on both sides, right? Not only is your income scaling and not only is the inconsistency of it getting worse, quote unquote worse, where you'll have high, high cash months and then no cash months, but your fixed expenses are also getting up into the five figures, especially if you have a team, right? So you're going to have to know how to save a lot of money on those high cash months in order to continue covering your fixed expenses on the low cash months. And she proved to me this year that she has built the belief and the skill to do that seamlessly. That's why she's going to hit a million dollars next year. That's why she's going to scale to beyond a million is because she hasn't just focused on increasing her capacity to earn more. She's also increased her capacity to save more and manage her money beautifully. So I'm not sure what lesson that was. I actually think that was a tangent maybe. (laughs) Anyways, my mind's all scrambled after getting interrupted by the baby. Um, But yes, so many lessons this year. So, so many client wins. Not only are the top dollar numbers amazing, 2.3 million saved, but also the amount of mindset shifts, the amount of shifts in clients' ability to save, their confidence around saving and earning more and all of that. It's just been a really, really momentous year for Six Figure Saver, and I'm really proud of the work that all my clients have put in. So if you're my client listening, I hope you know how proud I am of you, how how much I see, how much work you're putting into all of this. And I know 2023 is going to be just as amazing. I'm planning some really exciting things for 2023. I'm planning some amazing things for the 100K Club inside of Six Figure Saver. More to come on that. And we're going to be hosting three live challenges again next year, starting in February with the 10K in 30 Day Challenge. I'm really excited for that. We're going to be working on having a five-figure savings month. That is going to start on February 20th. 
So we're going to go 30 days starting February 20th. And coincidentally, that is also when Six Figure Saver is going to close. So we're opening for enrollment on February 3rd, and we're closing enrollment on February 19th. So if you want to get in for our next round of Six Figure Saver, keep your eyes peeled, stash up your cash so that you can pay in full $2,000 or use our payment plan, which is five payments of $400, and doors are going to open on February 3rd. There's going to be a lot more information before then, but I just wanted to perk your ears up for for that upcoming enrollment. I am so excited for that challenge. (sighs) For now, I'm just gonna chill with my family, with my baby, enjoy the end of the year, enjoy the holiday, and I will see you guys in the next episode. So thank you for coming along with me today. All right, take it easy.